Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. I am joined by Mickey and... Guess who's back? Oh no, is that why you want me to do the intro this week? Yeah. Uh, he literally had the finger ready there at the bottom. I was wondering what was going on. <laughs> what a fucking... You never do that if I disappear for a week. The king is back. Don't worry, folks. Sorry I had to put you through that last week. <laughs> that was loud, too. Like, people's eardrums are going to be popped. It's Friday morning. You need, a, you need to start the week right. 8.46. It's <laughs> early for Tony, I know. But you have to get him up. You know, get him up. Get him at it. Like, well, 1 p.m. <laughs> the rise. As they would say in the fitness meal prep game. What day? Uh, so fill us in. Why couldn't you be here last week? Come on, tell tell yeah, the listeners. I'm sure they're interested. You know, people people needed. I don't know what people needed, but I just got a phone call and I had to leave. <laughs> I was <laughs> best it was. I was all sat down, ready to go, and I was about to send their <laughs> email out, their link, and then I got a phone. I got a text message saying, "Are you coming in?" And I was like, "This can't be good." And then I was just like, "Ah, oh, for fuck's sake, I have to go in." No, I, thought I, in, I thought I was going to be in doing a wee bit for about half an hour, an hour, and I ended up was there at 6 o'clock. <sighs> that's not much, not fuck then. off. But it is what it is. That was actually a good podcast last week. You did well, Hickman. Oh, thanks very that much. Yeah, well, I, I, didn't, I don't do the editing or anything for anybody that knows, so we'd still, Mickey still played a vital role, because otherwise that would still be in my laptop. Ah, uh, and also you sent me a video file, not an audio file, you moron. That I had to change the audio. Was that tough? Right. well not uh, for no, you but for most but for most people it would be tough well, <laughs> yes but uh, it was a good podcast enjoyed it got a lot out of it um got a good sleep in the middle of it and then the drinking game was good <laughs> okay way, you, yes, that drinking game came from one of uh one a client of either some one of these i don't know which one but definitely came from a client I'm very interested to know that person's name. You can tell me after. They're not allowed to be said. They actually beg me not to say it because they'd be killed. Then it's definitely they actually not. called it on the Friday. I I think I can guess. Afterwards, we'll have a chat, and I think I've got about, if it's any of my if it's any of my clients, I think I've got about four. I've got one in particular that I'm like, he, he's been on me a while, and I'm like, I could put money on it. That's him. No, but we'll see. We'll discuss after. I know rightly because see what I say. His name to you. It's a female. You'll 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 laugh. It's a her. Oh fuck. Uh, nah, then it's not my client. I'd say it's Conliffs. All my female clients. But you don't talk oh. about uh, engineering morning routines and uh, nasal breathing and cold showers as much. Yeah, it's Conliff. It definitely is his client. It's that mine. I, I, I do talk about that though, which is funny. So the funny thing is, there's so many overlapping traits that whenever, <laughs> whenever I was listening, I listened to some of it back and I was like, this is beautiful. And I was like, hopefully, other people <laughs> enjoy this because I'm enjoying this one a lot. <laughs> uh, we'll go. It was a good podcast. Uh, fascinating. I'm sure we're going to have Conliff on again. He yeah. didn't take the piss out of me too much, which was weird. What? 
you didn't actually take the hand out of me too much, which I found very weird. No, I just done a wee tiny touch that say we were we were sort of introducing Conliff instead. But no, look, we'll we'll dive into sort of the topic, the sort of whatever the fuck we're going down the rabbit hole for this week's probably the better word. That's just what we're what, yeah. the way we're rolling. So we just thought we'd pick something and we we saw thought we'd start with a social dilemma. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, it's sort of like that documentary on how like Gmail is made to be addictive. You know, they're testing different inboxes, different buttons, different colors all the time to see what it can. And there is actually like, I didn't know this, but there's, there's people I've seen like, and whenever I chat them and like they're addicted to email. Like I'm one of these people that's not addicted to email. Like yeah. there could be a million messages unopened to my emails and I'll just open the ones that are important and the rest can all stay there. Are you a person that deletes? Oh, I'm a, I didn't actually realize that, you know, you just think all oh, social media addiction, Facebook addiction, Instagram addiction, and you're like, when they talk in a social dilemma about Gmail, I just, there's like a light came on in my head, and I was like, I'm Dead. fucking addicted to my email. Like, I get massive anxiety if I am like six or seven emails on red. Do you have notifications on? No, well, just I can see the number coming up, uh, notifications. Yeah. On. What? See, I would count that as a notification. I think yeah. if you can see the number come up, it's like whenever you see WhatsApp and it goes to 245 because the group chat's going fucking nuts. I mute all group chats anyway, so I don't care about them. Um, but I didn't realize that I had an addiction to email. Like, it, it does cause me a lot of stress. See, I, that's something that I don't have, but I would definitely have, like, I definitely would say I'm on Instagram too much. Like, definitely, I, I definitely, I, you, I, I try to limit it, but it's fucking tough. Well, it's tough too because it's part of your job. Um, I don't know if you do a lot of like scrolling on Instagram, like no, like mindless scrolling. I'd say you actually read and take in content from like other people, like Josh and all other people in the industry. I don't mine, mine would be Joe. Mine is mine's a lot of replies. Like, I'm just being honest. Like uh, my DMs, even just like I didn't know this until like it was probably about four months ago. Like you can actually send out too many messages on Instagram DMs that it blocks you for 24 hours. I've done that loads. And I'm just like, that's a disgrace. I think it's up to 50 messages now. I don't know what it is. It's more than that. Cause I've done way, I've done more, I think, but whenever I had a certain number, like I could be, say I put up a story and I get 25 reactions or something, or we're just having the crack back and forth, just people writing stuff. And then I have maybe 15, 20 inquiries for that week, maybe more. Like, I sometimes can't get the inquiries done because people are pinging me, John. It's a wee bit frustrating, to be honest, but it's fucking, you need, it realizes you're on too much. You need to get your click funnel sorted, kid. You know, get them I down know. your funnel. You know, where's Big Phil? Fuck's sake, Phil. Big Phil does like that, but I've got my own reasons for it as well. Do you know, it's personal. I'm not one of these people that just sells to anybody. You have to be the right fucking candidate for me. Like, if you're a melter, you're not coming on. That's plain and fucking simple. My life is too short to be dealing with that sort of shit at this stage. I feel like I'm that's fucking 94. That's why you won't coach me anymore. <laughs> Not a fucking mission. It'll be a long process for you, lad. i tell you that. The most infuriating client ever. Send me your pictures. Nah. Trust me, that's not the... Like, I get people who, like, just write to me and be like, I'm just going to leave check-in this week again. And I'd be like, this is the fourth week in a row, mate. Like, I was like, it's not like... Ma- it's not like it's optional. This is mandatory. Like, this is what you're, you're on for. Do you know what I mean? That's case of, I'm just going to leave it this week. And I'm like, no, you're fucking not. You're gonna fucking check in, and they're like, "Oh." Well, look at Would you be say addiction in a different way? And we're talking about it, it's going away from social media. Would you say that you're addicted to like weighing your food and stuff? Ooh, I didn't used to be. Uh, I think I think the longer I'm on with a coach, yeah. the less I am. Like for example, I'm on with Joe now about eight weeks, 
and like everything's been wet. I don't think I've missed a meal. Uh, I'm a bit addicted to that, if you know what I mean. Like, I really don't like missing meals and stuff. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if you turn around to me, like, for example, I'm meeting Conliff after this, my boyfriend. And what do you call it? Like, I'm meeting him in Finnegan Sons and we will get food there. And I'm not going to be like, fuck, you know, shit, shit, shit. I'll just swap that meal. That won't stress me in the slightest. But, like, I just really struggle to go off plan if I'm at home because I look at that like, there's no reason for me to go off. Do you know what I mean? Like all the foods made, it's actually handier to prep my food. See, because I'm quite busy, uh, or I'm I don't know. There's probably a better word for that, but a case of it's easier for me to have all the, the food ready in one hour, cook it, and have it ready rather than do we spurts of cooking or like picking things up. But it's just that is too much. That's actually more hassle I find. So that's why I found that. But I definitely would say, like as you're saying, they're like I'm slightly yeah. There's things you you don't realize that you're doing. This is almost like not addiction, but almost like habits and stuff that you're picking up that you don't realize as you're saying they're like like you know even the way you not even the way you speak but we simple things that you definitely don't realize like you wake up and what's the first thing you do you grab a cup of coffee or something joe you don't realize what you're actually drilling into yourself with routines and and do you know what i mean like i think a lot of routines and habits grow into addiction yes i think you're probably right like it's like like nail biting and stuff yeah say if you go for a walk to the shop and you're on your own Normally, people just have their phones out and just look at their phones and they walk. Like, nobody's really ever, like, just, I know you're, there's no fucking sight to take in when you're walking to the shop, but <laughs> the days of people walking, like, it feels like you need to fill that space, you need to fill that gap, and you have your phone out and you're going, oh, and you might have headphones on listening to music, but you're probably texting. I know for some busy yes. people, it's like, okay, I'm away from my desk, I'm away from this, I need to, like, keep in touch with my mates now while I have 10 minutes. That's, that's okay, but I noticed, like, it's like a, crutch to people the only time i ever use it like I, I used to be wild for walking on my phone but now i only use it when i do want to talk to people say if i see somebody coming i'm like oh fuck do i get on my phone or put up to me ear like oh yeah man how's it going oh jesus <laughs> christ i can't believe you do that talk to people i don't want to talk to see i would be sent a lot of voice notes when i'm out and about so oh, i think yeah, that's okay. more so like my fuck off sign to people whenever i'm running about doing voice notes because so, you can actually hear me having a one-way conversation so that's probably where people are like, what the fuck's going on here? I do think that there's there's things like you're saying, they're like Instagram. I'm definitely, I've definitely been way, way worse until I got a wee bit of a ham with that. And then even just simple things like, like you don't realize what you're picking up to. I think you're smart there. See that gap in between like the, the walk into the shop. I've definitely been guilty of that before. Do you know where like, you're like, fuck, I'll just, I'll just scroll here Do you know, on the way. Like, and as you said, I know what you mean about sites, but sometimes just getting out is really important. But the one thing I, I would actually say that I'm super, I'm really, not I'm proud of, but I'm good at whenever it comes to phone is I do not use it when there's other people near me. Like I, it literally goes away. Like in my, like if I'm watching telly with my family, like it'll usually go away. Same with dinner. Same if I'm like out and about or with the boys, like very, very rarely I would be on my phone going through anything because I spend too much time in it anyway. And I think that's not rude, but, You've got all the time in the world to do that by yourself, Joe. You, know, you shouldn't need it whenever you're out and about. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I need it. I'd love to be able to just put my phone away, like put it away for a few hours and evening. But literally, with work, you need it. I need to have it, and I get sent to emails all the me, time. Yeah. But the one thing I noticed it was like around lockdown time, just before lockdown, I got a serious addiction for YouTube at night. Like, really? Oh, bad, bad. Like, I'm talking, I would watch, like, a small video, 20 minutes, a couple of wee videos, and then next minute I would look at my fucking time, and it would be three or four hours later. By YouTube, Mickey's talking about Pornhub for no, anybody no, that doesn't realise. It's, it's fucking <laughs> worse than Pornhub. 
like going down fucking rabbit holes of Jake Paul, fucking all them morons. Yeah, well, that's easy enough done, though. Like, that isn't... Yeah. Like, it was interesting, I thought, one of the social dilemma went into the fact, like, if you watch so much of one video that, like, they'll, like, go heal like this and send the next one to yeah. you. Do you know, like, sometimes that doesn't work. That definitely doesn't work for me. Like, sometimes I get the worst recommendations ever. I'd be like, why the fuck is this? Uh, but, it, it works perfectly for me. Yeah, see, it doesn't work for me because I'd be like, why is this on? But I suppose it just, it just depends. I probably have a short attention span for, like, Facebook and stuff, which is probably poor but good in a way. Uh, the endorphin part, I don't get that. That was one thing, you know, people says when you hit the like button, it releases endorphins and you feel like somebody's going oh, to... when people hit post. the like button for you. Yeah, this post only got this this amount of likes, you know, and all that shit. And I'm just like, like that does never, has never meant anything to me. That's definitely meant something to me when I was younger. Yeah. Like the amount of likes I would have gotten like an Instagram post would have definitely have influenced how I felt that, like whenever yeah. I was younger. Definitely like around like it would have been it would have probably been Facebook at the time, but I would have like uploaded a new profile picture and it definitely would have been like fuck you know what. Like I would have been like uploading it been like fuck I hope this does it all right because it, it would have influenced how I feel and that's that probably whenever I was like sixteen. It's like Bebo at the time. Like whenever Bebo was talking about all the love hearts and all, you'd be like, Fuck, I want a couple of love hearts. And that sounds that sounds mad. And people would be like, That's that's like that's sham and you're laughing there but at the time when you're 14 that is a big deal i don't care what anybody says because oh, it's him. all it's all relative to, to where you are because right then that's like your your big sort of you're you're literally crying in laughter there at this i bet you the wee what is it, the wee box the wee video box of fucking the DJ, flashbox DJ ranking in the mix motherfucker <laughs> I bet you no I, I me at 14 with arnold in my flashbox <laughs> <laughs> me built like a fucking pube uh, but no do you know like it's all relative like at that time that seems like the world to you do you know what I mean I think as you as you do grow up slightly your problems can become a wee bit more serious do you know they become more money they become more like what are you doing with your life do you know simple things like that and you start asking bigger questions but at that time and I do think that's why you, you notice like see the way it was talking about mental health and younger people yeah. they don't know how to switch that it's just you drill in habits like when you're 14 you'll be thinking oh I'm spending too much time on on Instagram or YouTube it's yeah. just normal so I think it's that age group as well like obviously none of them are going to be listening to us but you can notice these habits carry over and even as we were saying like and I brought up Pornhub there like we talked about uh, like porn before but like you wouldn't be long spending like 30 minutes a day on that sort of stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's a lot of time over, like you're laughing there as if like Tony's buffing by 30 minutes. I mean, four minutes max, uh, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like there's, there is definitely people and I've chatted to people before, like whenever we talked about time management and I brought that up and they're like, that's actually a really good point. And I'm like, there you go. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there's time saved. And I'm like, you're spending too much on that. And uh, it's something that you don't realize, but that can sort of nestle into something. I think a lot of young men in particular, uh, definitely have that issue and wouldn't bring it up. Like they're probably spent like a wee bit too long on that. They could be using for other things. Yeah, was a, well, remember this one years ago? Um, I think it was Pat Devlin or someone was talking about. It. it was just before kind of Netflix got big, and he was talking about the amount of time that people spend scrolling on Sky, you scrolling the yes. channels. Yeah, and he like he was ta- was talking like people will never realize if you have like whatever four or five hundred channels amount of time you will spend till you find something you want to watch yeah instead of they could spend that. that time doing something more effective or you know something better and then because people are hitting them up 20 or out of no time to three in and he's like will you spend four hours an evening watching tv and she's like but i love that four hours but he goes how long is it taking you to find something to watch before that or to find a few things to watch he goes i'm guessing at least 45 minutes yeah it does take time i didn't even think about that i think 
that's interesting because like it's definitely something where like i've got good at like i don't really like scrolling like this sounds odd but like there's one show now that i'm watching and that's it that's that's all i watch the minute whenever it comes on tuesday night i think you know what it is it's such a show like what what is it the great british bake-off fuck it's superb you're looking at me in disgust if you haven't seen it it's you're watching anything called british I don't give a fuck. It's absolutely superb. There's drama and all. Somebody, oh, somebody's big. They're all living in the same house now or some bullshit. I don't know. Well, there was some, there was, there was this guy and he's bringing up his cupcakes and he'd spent, he'd spent four hours in them or something. And your girl was waffing hers. You know, like waving, like cooling hers down. And she smacked his out of his hand. He had spent like four hours in them. Mickey, you should have seen me. I was cobsmacked. I couldn't believe the drama over something so small. And I was like, I'm not joking. See, if that was me, I think I'd actually, if I was on that show and she smacked them out and they were looking good, like he could have won. And I was like, I'm going to cry. I was like, I would actually have cried if that was me. Not even joking on live tally. I would have broke down. It's very emotional. But anyway, Tuesdays at 8, that's like my show. But I don't spend time. uh, scientific term. What? Waffing. Waffing the cakes. Is that scientific (laughs) term or is that the Tony McAlevey term? That's uh, that's definitely the dictionary, I would say. Waffing. Right. Whenever something's too hot, you waff it. Do you know, like blowing on your soup, but oh, fuck this, Mickey. Right. I'm not going down a waffing rabbit hole about oh. words. <laughs> right. Oh, that, but like, crazy. I don't, I pick a show and I'll watch it and that'll be it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to watch a movie, I'll know what it is. I'll not spend time hooking for it unless I really have time that I want to spend chilling out or something like that. But I do agree. I think. You can almost spend too much time scrolling, and I definitely yeah. would be a candidate for a lot of times. Dead like, time, like, see, I don't count. I would never count watching a TV show you like as dead time. I would never count watching a film you want to watch as dead time. No, but I would. I found myself doing this a few times now, where you put on a film you want to watch, and then you spend the whole time scrolling on your phone and not really watching the film. Kinda... See, I think that's a bad film then, and then you've set yourself up for not really watching it. No, you know I, I mean? think like... I just wasn't ready to watch a film. No, I didn't have the capacity to even take it in. So really, I mm. should have just put on music. If I wanted to fucking scroll my phone for an hour, I should have just put on music and scrolled on my phone instead of trying to do two things and then doing nothing. Yeah, like, see, the thing is, I, do you know how I know, and this is me personally, I just think scrolling's a waste of time. It's just because I always try and, uh, what's up? I always try and create content rather than consume it. So, like, I'm either in my DMs or creating it. I never, I'm very rarely scrolling now, like, very rarely. And I think whenever you you break that down, I think it is, to an extent, a waste of time. Because if I asked you, like, name the last five things you've seen when you scrolled, like, you'll not be able to name them. Like, you you can't. You're sitting there going, ah, I can name them, but I guarantee anybody listening to this that's even scrolling through their phone now, if you look. I mean, if you lock it, like, things are so, so irrelevant. Like, it's just... It just it doesn't make sense, and I do feel like that's like whenever you're, whenever people are having conversations and then people are on their phones and completely tuned out. It just it does make you sort of go like, is this a curse or a blessing, Joe? I think I think definitely like I wonder did people whenever they were making Facebook and all know that this is what they were doing to people because like, it's so the fucking aim. weird. The aim what? Like you need you need it to survive. It's gonna be your left hand. No, you need it. Uh, same as Google. Google wanted to be created to become like a part of everyday life. So instead of people going, oh, just search it up there, what are they saying? They're saying Google it. That was, yeah. That's, that's when they know they, they got it. It's there. They can't be touched now. Yeah, I know. Going, oh, it's fucking mad. You no, know, even now when people are looking to find the find spelling or something, 
either write it in predictive text or they put it into Google. Yeah, what the f- that is way, but fucking it. it, that's just fucking metal. Just like I know what you mean because I was on Google. Property Pal two days ago, and uh, before I typed in Property Pal, which is the website, I typed in Google and then typed in Property Pal. Do you know what I mean? Uh, Speaking of this, me, me and my once went to your house yesterday, Mickey, and you would have got some laugh. We went into it. I'm not going to mention where it is, anything like that, because every house is their own. You know, somebody viewed mine, they'd be like, what the fuck? But it must, it was an, it was an, it was an elderly man's house. He's moving into like a, a home or something now, or whatever should happen in his life. And Mickey, no joke, we went in it, and my ma just goes hell to the no, like, as soon as we walked through the door. And I was just like, how can you even get that? And she was like, it smells. <laughs> and I was like, ma, you can't say that. Like. And then she was like, it just smells of old people. And I, and I was like, that's because there's old people who lived here. And I was like, you can't not smell them. Like, I was like, that's like getting in my car and not smelling whey protein. And anyway, went around the back and like, this man definitely should not have had chickens. Like. And there was chicken coops and all out the back. Like. And I was like, there is literally enough room for fucking two chickens out here. And he definitely had way too many coops. And it was just seeing how other people live. But I thought you'd get a laugh at that. And like, you it was a case of random shit. What? You do some random shit. I was looking at buying a house. Uh, smart. I'm not just going around these random houses with my mouth for a laugh. And Joe, you know the funniest thing is, whenever I, whenever I, whenever I went to check, was the oven working? Joe, Joe, you know what was on the oven? <laughs> you're, you're already laughing. What a picture the of you going to view was a house and check is what? the oven working? What? Who the fuck goes to view a house and checks is the oven working? <laughs> I just wanted to check was the oven in good condition because that's going to be looked after. The worth 160 grand, but you're worried about a 300 pound oven. All that adds up to taking price off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're laughing your balls off. <laughs> and guess what was on the oven? You're going to burst out in tears here. This is fucking hilarious. So I bent down and pulled the oven down without, without locking right. And the oven was sound. I opened it up. I was like, this is clean, clean, good job, excellent, well kept. So I closed the oven, and guess what's staring back at me? A picture fucking cell-taped on to the fucking oven of Pope Benedict Francis going <laughs> like that. There it was wee hands up, you know, saying, like, praise you. And I just started squealing laughter. Um, <laughs> it was fucking... My mom was just like, hell to the no, get me out of here, fuck this. Uh, <laughs> Mickey, you would have done some laughing. It's uh, fucking wipe out. Like, I can't it's, get over the fact that you checked the oven. That's normal. Whenever you're going to buy a house to rent it out, you check normal. the oven, you check the shop. I know that's all last minute stuff, but like, I'll check the, you just I'll do check mindful. To see that's if there's any damp in the house first, and I'll check a few other things, and then I would definitely the oven and the fucking fridge and stuff and the washing machine and be last. I know what you mean. Like, you'd be checking for small things, but no, I thought you'd get a fucking laugh at that. But it wasn't a 160 grand house. Fuck that. Not buying that. Holy fuck. That's a good gaff. I'm actually moving soon. No, you're not. Where are you going? Down the coast. What do you mean down? Give us details. Don't be down the coast. What if the viewers want to come down. to your house? North down. Where? Closer to Roy McIlroy and the boy. You're going up there where? Like Portrush? No. Down there. Well, not north coast. I north. I don't know where the fuck. Down, down near Newcastle, say. Oh, you're coming up near me. Fuck, that's, that's great. Newcastle. I'm in Newcastle. What am talking about? Banger. coast. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Newcastle and Bangor is a big difference, Mickey. We're talking here like Bangor, one's there. one direction from Belfast and one's completely the other, yeah. so you may figure out where you're Bangor, moving to. Bangor, Bangor, by the beach. There's plenty of beaches, Mickey. Doesn't Bally, sound like you know where you're going Bally at all. Home. 
So you're moving to Bangor, so you're becoming somebody posh, you're going to get that accent and all. Uh, See yeah, the way I didn't I pick up the Scouser accent when I was in Liverpool. I know, I've seen that, and you got the wee dirty beer too. It's not dirty, it's like a, a nice fucking... Sh- it's a sh- Do you not like it? No, I voted last night so you could shave it. Did you see the? You didn't see the votes, Mickey. Here you be buzzing. I was buzzing last night because I was like every of the same story. Every single time I put up, everybody clicks. You know, shave, shave, shave. It ends oh, up like ninety eight percent to shave to two percent grow. And do you know what? Do you know, oh, where do you see? I'm going to shout. Look, it's not good. Eighty eight percent grow. So you know you're shaving it anyway. Eighty seven percent. I'm not fucking shaving it now. By the next podcast. No way. Because everybody who hit everybody who hit shave was men. So the definitely, definitely it's a no go because that's not a smart move. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Obviously just want to make me uglier, get my jaw out. Whereas the more the, technically the more you can hide of your head, the better looking you are, isn't that correct? Isn't that why you appeared? Yeah. Hide the chin. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, oh, do you know, if you get a beard and you get a tash and you just keep growing her, then eventually people can't even really tell what you look like and catfish them completely in person. Well, if you just had a tash, like a wee, like a wee dirty tash, you would look like a scrum half. A scrum half? You know, like, a wee, I don't... Like, a wee, like a wee Movember rugby fog. There is some effort put in the growingness and it is completely dog shite, man. Like, oh, that's sore, like. It's fucking see that see the time and just the fucking it's handy not having a shave. I tell you that, but oh, Jesus, the app what? It's handy not shaving, like wild handy because you be I be getting razor rash, my neck be in bits. It's fucking shite. It's not nice. Like I look like somebody's been fucking stabbing me in the side of the neck. Well, so it's a no. Just go back a second, right? So you're looking at this house, right? You open the oven door. Oh, Bandex looking at you. The house is a no, right? So, so I bought it. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> no messing. one knew you fucking looked at it and you thought, you know what, that's a good oven, I'm going to put a bit in this house. No, I didn't. that's not my thesis. I went to view it, but it it needed too much work. It would have took, like, for what the what the price they want, and as much as people are saying, like, and this is my honest opinion, see, for as much as people are saying, oh, there's going to be, like, a drop in house prices, Boris is bringing in this first-time buyers thing uh, from 15% down to 5 yeah. So, like, you're going to get more first-time buyers than ever. So, price houses aren't going to go down. They're going to go up because they're going to have extra money to bid. Houses aren't staying on the market for long at all. What? Houses are not staying on the market for any length of time now. No way. That house that I went to view was up two days, right? Yeah. And there was already three bids on it within two days. And it's getting sold and agreed by next Friday. So, like, I don't give a fuck what I was saying. They're going up. Any house that I bid on in the last two years... Has went over asking price. Nothing's ever sold what it's what it's supposed to be if it's a half decent house. So uh, the the reason why I'm doing that though is because realistically I can't be a 45 year old PT. Do you know what I mean? Like nobody wants coached by the 50 year old boy that's telling you to cut your uh, fucking you keep food. Saying that, but I don't know if that's true. Your no, muscle, muscle mentor boy's bound to be hitting 40. He's not him and sure f- that's the same as Phil. People be like, oh, they look 20, like 45, but they're not. He looks 60. They're all 30, mate. They're I all in around 30. Like they're not old 30s. They're they're literally bang on the head. Like maybe 31, so 32. Why do you think they look so old? Why do you think? Stress, just like me on this podcast, oh, listening stress. to you. I age and get another crease in my forehead every time we do one. So now I'm up to 28. I haven't even give you shit this week. Oh, <clears throat> except for last night when I rang you. You're like, here, mate, give me five minutes. I'm just finishing off doing cast. 
<laughs> and you crashed the car with laughter. You knew you were lying to me too. <laughs> I wasn't. I. You're not going to believe me because I had done. I had to finish with. It was like you cannot be serious here. I was like, you will never believe if I say this. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You sure you and Connell only ever do bicep. That hammer curls. It's because that's the best lightning. That's as Connell. As Connell loves to say it, catnip for the ladies. That's his words for the for arms. So catnip. make sure to make sure to cut this as the as the do you know the wee yeah. pretense for the fucking the wee video sec or yeah. the wee voice thing you do for Instagram. Make sure to cut that bit. That'll be the smart bit to get him because I want to make sure we just ruin him. <laughs> catnip for the ladies. That's a good one. That's a good it's obviously not working for me. I think I get like five. Like it's like I I was saying to somebody last night. One of my clients was saying like, "Oh, I got head on in the gym," and I was like, "Was it by somebody of the opposite opposite sex?" Because I was like, "I don't think I've had a compliment from a female like in the gym ever." I was like, "All I get is dudes coming over and be like, whoa, bro, you're massive and like shit like that." And I'd be like, "This is not why I joined." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, I joined for females whenever I was eighteen. I was like, "No, I've just got loads of dudes complimenting." You know, I was like, "This is this isn't exactly." Yeah, this. The norm, do you know what I mean? I got a comment. I was like, it's funny. He's like, oh, you're very good. You you make someone a great wife. Someday you're very good at cleaning. (laughs) (laughs) I was cleaning down the leg press. I was spraying it like fucking wiping it down. (laughs) Oh, that's funny as fuck. That's my only fucking comment in the gym ever. I think that is funny, though. Like, you do join the gym to, like, well, I did anyway when I was, like, 17 to sort of obviously do better in the women's scene and you actually end up with more male, like males coming and talking to you because it's like a bro thing do you, you know what I mean like when you were 16 17 you were absolutely off the radar me yeah what do you mean off the radar because you earlier were saying that if you, you were hoping that you got loads of likes in your profile but you, or you change it now you're saying oh like, mate that was a weirdo just, just for compliment <laughs> mate like that. Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> in your wee videos <laughs> <laughs> People were definitely looking at me like that boy is fifteen and built like a fucking what's it what's he at? Running but... about wearing a beast mode shirt now. <laughs> uh. It's like, do you know what the problem is too? Whenever I, whenever I first started lifting, I went through that phase that people go for and people are gonna hate me for this. Like when I was sixteen, do you know the phase where you think you're massive? Oh, I... and you're literally the smallest person ever. I went through that phase way too early in my lifting sort of life, so fuck that. I used to think I had great shoulders, and then when, when I started, you started coaching me, you were like, this one, I was like, I have decent enough shoulders, and you were like, no, you don't. I was like, what? And you were like, no, you don't. I was like, for fuck's sake, I was living on that life for fucking 10 years. <laughs> first, first fucking email you ever sent me, no, you don't. I'm fucking crying here. We're going to work, fuck? we're going to work on shoulders and delts for the first <laughs> 10 weeks. <laughs> 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 That's See back, true. That is back, dead true too. You fucking back, burst my bubble with sledgehammer. I didn't mean that. That's but that's just me being honest. Do you think, uh, in terms of trying to wrap back around from that rabbit hole, in terms of the social media stuff, I do agree with the scrolling. I think I agree with the social media. But like, what would you say? Like, the problem is you can talk about all you want, and I think do you know what was nice is the fact that this social media dilemma thing gave like a way to almost get around it with like that cookie box thing for like time in your phone. I thought that was a really nice way because what I tried to implement in our house before and it went to the dog shit is, do you know a bowl where you put your phone in when you come in? And if yeah. you're going to use your phone, you have to stand beside the bowl. Yeah. It, like, I think even something like that around dinner time is ideal and you can bring that into your house and that's a takeaway. That's an action that, do you know Because I think that you'll see that with couples, you'll see that with other people. Like the guy, like I remember going out for a meal 
and two people came in and they both had massive Instagram followings. And I was like, holy fuck, you know, that's such and such and such and such. And I was like, that's my, and no joke, there was zero words said between them and all they did was scroll. And I was thought, yeah. Jesus Christ, I'd rather shoot myself in the head than be in that relationship. It was just so, like, you're just like, there's nothing there. There's no chemistry. It's just literally just yeah. boring. It, so it's, it's making sure there's t- like actionable steps to sort of improve your life there. Like, as be we've present. said before, like, hmm? you have to be present at least sometimes, you know. I think even if you work on that, I think there's too much drilling into like you have to do it all the time. But I do think even if you're like, right, well, I'm going to meet my friends. Do you know what? I'll leave my phone. Fo- I'll leave my phone in the house because we're going there at one. Or I yeah. bring it with me and want like if they're there. Do you know as soon as we're there, I'll put it in my bag. I'll put it away or just out of reach. I think see whenever it's out of reach, out of sight, that's yeah. whenever you changes. Yeah, that's yeah. the problem. It's always with like if you look at where your phone is right now, you're obviously listening to this probably, but it's like mine is literally like within reaching distance. Like I can pick it up. Do you know, like it's not out of reaching distance. Like- whereas yeah, whereas whenever I do work, I always make sure it's, it's like not awkward to get, but like my desk quite big. So I always put it where I would have to get up and actually like lean over to get it. Do you know, and that does actually really small barriers like that, putting it in the bowl, trying to make wee small rules. Do you know what? Eight o'clock, phone goes away for the night. Like nothing's going to happen. And if somebody needs you, they're going to ring you, turn your phone off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true. I think things like that are very important, especially like you don't want to like if you if your life does flash before your eyes whenever you die, like you don't want it to be a load of Facebook and Instagram. Like that'd be pretty fucking grim. No, well, that's the grim part is some people actually like I've overheard this conversation lately. It was like this is a, is morbid as fuck. They were like, uh, what what would like how would you feel if uh, when you died, like people on Instagram, there wasn't an outpouring of fucking you know sadness. I wouldn't want that because I think a lot of that's not fake, but like a lot of it is fake. I think a lot of it's uh clout. You're like looking, oh, this is cool. Like I think, yeah. When things trend, like it's when a famous person dies, I fucking hate this. Like when Michael Jackson died, there's a load of DJ sharing. I wouldn't have got into DJ without Michael Jackson's music. And you're like, fuck's sake, man, you're a fucking, you're playing fucking old school fucking rave music. No, you could be further from Michael Jackson. Or when fucking you know, Heath Ledger died, oh he was my favourite actor. And like nah, you probably only seen Batman. Yeah, no, I've noticed that. Yeah, no, I do I do think that is there's this There's a bandwagon to jump on. It's wild to say it that people would do it around death, but it's it's just a it, thing. Like people like to jump on a bandwagon. You know what a prime example this is, no joke, right? And I'm being deadly, deadly serious, right? This is probably my go to like music for the gym, right? Lincoln Park. Yeah. And Chester Bennington, I think it's Bennington. Like this is how much I know him. Anyway, yeah. I think he passed in like eighteen or seventeen. One of the one of the other. Yeah. And like I, I I just remember I was like an avid listener. Like it wasn't anything special. And whenever he passed, I couldn't stop listening to music constantly. Then for ages, I still yeah. do listen to the gym. But it's you do notice that you actually pick it up more. Yeah, it's wor- when you're listening to the words, if you really listen to the words now, you can go, oh fuck yeah, he might have been struggling a bit. Yeah, fuck it. All that music's fucking metal. Like, I love it, though, for the gym. But a case of, you do notice that. And I think the bandwagon thing's fucking metal. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm all for the McGregor thing. But the McGregor bandwagon was a fucking disgrace. Like, and it's the same as, like, all that sort of stuff. It's just a case of, like, the next hot trend. What's good to get on? And I do think that people don't even think about it. It's just sort of, like, as you say, like, a reaction. And they just go for it. I'm all for, like, it's like when that boy Chadwick Bosworth died there. What, like Bosman, isn't it? Uh, like, I fucking love Marvel. Like, I'm the biggest fan ever. Like, fucking love it. Yeah. But then y- there's so many things that we're getting shared, and you're sort of like, this is all great. But like, 
it's not doing anything. Yeah. Joe, like, it's not bringing that person back. His family's probably being like, uh, maybe getting a small amount of fucking. Yeah, like Kobe maybe, as well. His boys yeah. are a hundred percent not basketball fans. We're like yeah. fucking RAP Black Mamba, and you're just like, yeah, Kobe was a legend. What he done for sport, one of the greatest ever athletes. They go, don't get it twisted, mate. You only watch fucking Man United. You've never watched a basketball game. The most basketball you've watched is probably fucking Space Jam. Suppose is that people though thinking like this is me paying respect to a person, but then see whenever I think of stuff like that, I'm always like, you know, like would you be better if like a, when a celebrity died, they were like, look, instead of posting pictures, donate a pound fifty p to this charity. Uh, yeah. This is the one that took his life. It was cancer. It was yeah. whatever. And I know that sounds like fuck all, and I'm actually not the biggest believer in charity because a lot of the money doesn't go to where it should. To be honest. And I think, like, I think a lot of people don't realize that. But a case of that's a story for another day. Before I start cursing down charities, and yeah, people are going sweet motherfucker. But like, there's ones that are really, really good. Like you shared one last night, like the Kevin Bell. Yeah. I can't pronounce the third word. Fund or trust. Repatriation. Yeah, like I didn't give that a go because I would knew if I said it, you would start laughing, and no. I didn't want to. Like, that is actually get... one of the good ones because it's a it's a local family. Exactly. I he actually Collie Bell actually taught me. He's a lovely man. And do you know what's unreal? Whenever they won the lotto, I was like, "That is good to see." I oh was yeah. Like, that that's like they don't they didn't win like fucking 50, 60 million. They won like a, a it was a decent amount, but it, it probably would have went through with the charity very very quickly. But okay, so see when it's stuff like that, I'm like, yes, that's where the money if somebody passes going like that's a prime example of what I'm talking about. Like a person has passed and something really good has came and stayed from it. Like that's. That's more so that I would I would love if something like that could. Joe, it's really really nice, and I, but I think that comes down to your family and all as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm I, I would give a right bit to charity, but I always keep it local. I don't go international charities for the simple reason, as you said, a lot of it doesn't even get close to fucking. A lot of the money doesn't get anywhere near them. <clears throat> Especially Trocra, not the not the gold. No, that's that's probably one of the main ones that are like pounding the odds and they're a fucking uh, nightmare. I'm not too sure. Is it UNICEF that's exact opposite, or maybe they're just as bad? I'm not. I'm not one of the ones sure. that David Beckham was involved in, um, and it's it's pretty straight up uh, because it's a, I don't know. That's probably a, a a podcast for a different day. But um, yeah, um, local charities. I'm all for that there. And as you said, <laughs> like when people do share shit together, when someone dies, I would always look for. Is there anything you can do to help, especially if it's local boys or uh, people that you know? Famous people, not as much. Uh, if they have a foundation that's going to affect people here in Ireland, I'd probably um, try to help it out. But like, I'm not. No offense, like I'm not going to donate money to the Black Lives Matter movement because I don't know if any of that money's ever going to come back into Northern Ireland to help people locally here. That's why you would see. It just depends. Like I would donate to that, no issue. But the thing is, I don't know how it runs. That's made very, very recently, and you don't know where the money's going. It's the same for everything. Like you need to know where it's going. Like if if you, like it needs to be literally said. This like see whenever I see ads on thing of the water and all that. The first thing I think is how much of that pound of whatever I give is actually going to be given to them, and how much is going for these ads for all that there. And the first thing like I get ads and marketing is all part of it, but it does sort of in my sense go like how much of this is actually going to use and then how much is this going into a corporation and some CEO's pot like do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh like I, I was always brought up with the, 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 the whole dynamic of clean the shit in your own doorstep first and then work your way out. So yeah I always think if I give money to this 
trust or this thing in America. Yeah, we'll raise awareness and we'll raise money. We'll help people. But is it going to help people on my doorstep? Or, yeah, you know, focus on your issues in your country. Focus on cleaning that up because you, know, you, can, you, can, you can try as hard as you want to raise issues and save, save the people in America. But where's that going to help the people in fucking North and East and West Belfast that are you know, in poverty or fucking people in Oma that are getting you know, families, minority families getting racist attacks day or whatever? just comes down yeah. to education and i think the more money you send out of the country the less it's going to help you in the long run and um, so that's where i would like mental health charities the belf like the locally based ones well you know you're right because whatever you think about it did you watch did you know what's another thing on netflix did you watch the david Attenborough thing i haven't watched it yet no mate it's superb he talks about and this is actually a really good way and it talks like just as you said there if money's kept in your economy the first thing that increases usually is jobs when jobs increase oh, yeah. Poverty obviously drops, homelessness drops, yeah. and what what you actually re- what he was saying, and this is smart. This is actually a way that he was promoting that you, we could fight climate change. He was like, when people get more wealthier, whenever people aren't in poverty, they have less kids. And he was like, when there's less kids, there's less mouths to feed. When there's less mouths to feed, there needs less be less farming, so they need to cut down less trees. Yeah. So he was like, less people on this planet, or the slower we grow, the more it'll last. So he was like, just by you helping people that are poor, you know, simple things like that. He was like. We small things like this, like focusing on uh, governments sort of giving more money towards poverty and stuff. He was like, that will decrease the amount of children most people have from four. Like, I think the average rate was, he was saying the average rate like so many years ago was three plus and now it's down to like two to three and they want to get it down to at least two. Two is like a solid number. Yeah. Uh, and it was just a case of like, as you're saying, they're like keeping the money in the one place definitely does make sense. But it's it's sort of that as well like is everybody going to think in that mindset and then it comes down to like does one person make a difference and i think that's whenever a lot of people really struggle with charity as well like and voting even like this is why a lot of people don't vote because they're like my vote my charity doesn't matter and i think that adds up yeah it's 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 like if if you get a hundred people to think of a small thing that'll create change but it always starts with one person because someone has the balls to stand up and go you know what this isn't right and then you just have to get people to buy into your idea, I suppose, in a way. That's how fucking Hitler got what he wanted. He was the one man of an idea, and all he needed to get people was to buy into his ethos and think he's right, and then, voila, you're a fucking dictator, ruler, whatever he was. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, I was looking up, like, I wanted to actually look up there like, and see like elections that were won by marginal votes, and there's fucking loads of them. Oh, like, I like a George Bush got in on a marginal vote. Yeah, so like it shows recount. you like you could have voted and definitely made a difference there because it does come down to sort of what you want. I heard you're voting for Trump. I'm not going to lie. Like Trump runs a good business and I've done some laugh and whenever he turned around your boy and goes to Joe Biden, he turned around to that. For anybody that doesn't know, obviously Joe Biden's the person running against Trump for the Democrats and he turned around to your boy Joe Biden on a debate and goes, Sure, you're always wearing that big fucking stupid mask. I, I love <laughs> and then a, uh, and then a week later I got COVID and I was like, holy fuck! But but so then he came he came on in front of the White House and was like, it's nothing to be afraid of. And wept off the mask. He, he, I, he beat it and said, I don't know, we're great people here, uh, but I'm I may have been immune to it. And someone else lately has said a uh, same quote to that, but I'll not say who it was. <laughs> That he thinks he's immune to COVID and that he is, if he had it, he would be training even harder. I don't know who that boy could be, but 
saying. Okay. Fight it off. Some brave soul, I'll tell you that. Some brave soul. But anyway, guys, uh, just to let you know and make you aware, I'm back. And I'm going nowhere. I can't leave you even so many times again. <laughs> just, there's too, there was too much information. There's too much good information in that last podcast. And it just makes me look stupider. So more stupid. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, there's too much good information going out. And I'm not about that. I'm not about good information. I'm about broness. And rabbit holes. Fake you love news, the fucking rabbit, rabbit holes. Conspiracies. Funny legs. <laughs> Fucking looking in ovens because he's buying a house. Yo, there's definitely some going to be some good fucking sound bites coming out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're getting a laugh. This one's definitely been very minimal takeaways. I would say if we were going takeaways, try and create rules in your house to limit social media to an extent, whether it's you agree, you need to make sure other people agree, otherwise it's going to be stupid. But in case of maybe a bowl for dinner time when you put your phone in, maybe limit phone phone use at night. Don't buy houses where it smells of old people or there's the Pope pictures, the, too many pictures of the Pope, especially in the oven. Uh, what else would you say? Any takeaways from you? Uh, don't be putting chicken coops in your backyard. And, yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Also, true. stick more pictures of the Pope around your house. Because if you don't, Tony McAleve is going to come in and buy your house from underneath you. <laughs> Shut Put you out fuck. onto the streets because that's what he's at now. <laughs> Do you know what that sounds like? Put, put up it. pictures of Holy because I'm Satan and that's going to scare well, me true. off. That, that's what that, that sounds like. That's why his mum was shouting, Hell no, hell no. You <laughs> ain't bringing his wee mum around the wall, look at the houses of him. Mate, I'm here. No, no, no. Don't be giving me shit about that. There's nobody better to bring in to view a house because like you don't think about stuff like that like for example when you're buying a house you don't think about if you're not living in it you're going to rent it out the first thing you don't think of is things that are going to put off people who are going to stay in the house and who is going to be majority of renters out there that people i'm probably going to be looking for three bedrooms mothers people your age yeah but you know what i mean like it's going to be a case of you don't think about stuff like i don't think about like joe if your house doesn't have a driveway like you have to be able to try and figure out where the car is going to be parked and how long it's going to take you to take the groceries in stuff like that yeah. there do you know what i mean Welcome to Belfast, mate. Every there's no houses hardly in Belfast that ever has a driveway in the city. That's not the about that, mate. That's not for me. Though. Here's what you do: you go in, you go onto the street, you look at the other makes of the cars. Straight away, first thing, and that'll tell you all you need to know about your neighbours. Why? Yes, you always do that. See if you like a like a house like a like a like a terrace houses with loads of things, and then you go in during the day. And you're like, oh, it seems very quiet because everybody's like at school and everybody's away. Always look at the, the kind of makes of cars if there's rubbish outside their houses, and then that'll and tell you. You'll know. You'll know a lot by your neighbours. I didn't think about that. Or See, flags. I just depend on the area if there's like mad amount of flags up, or I just. Yeah, that's what I always do when I move into an area. Always check it out. Um, I think that's smart. See, I just brought somebody more experience. I think that's always a smart thing to do. Right, but then you start looking in ovens and you put that all out the window. What did the real estate agent that brought you in think of you staring in the ovens? He, 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 I turn around and goes, Holy fuck, whenever I close there, I goes, Holy fuck, there's a picture of the Pope in this oven, come in here and see this. <laughs> and he was like, I know. And he started like laughing. But I, real estate agent was fucking lovely. I actually knew him, so I was happy enough. He knew I was a fucking lunatic whenever I grew up because I got out of the car and goes, Oh, wow, what's that story? <laughs> so I think he knew. He was like, Oh, fuck. I'm uh, one last it. thing, you know, we're, we're pushing on here. Um, can we address the Jesus sandals now? 
What? Mid red. Do you not like them? No, funny I don't. Can't believe you don't like them. The Jesus of people kept on writing me calling me Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah. And Moses. And on that bombshell. On that bombshell, Tony. <laughs> See you later, guys. Keep sharing. We'll uh, catch you next week.